Lord, we welcome you. You have welcomed us already into this new year, the year 2022. Lord, on our own, freely, willingly, expectantly, we welcome you. We welcome you into this new year, 2022. We welcome you into the bowels of this year concerning our lives and affairs. We welcome you, Lord, into this year from January 1 to December 31. We welcome you to rule. We welcome you to assert your authority. We welcome you to direct and to guide. We welcome you wholeheartedly. We welcome you consciously. We welcome you willingly. We welcome you gladly. Take control. Take charge. Take honor. Take the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, we welcome you into your house. We welcome you into your home. We welcome you into this place that beginning from time. You said you have set us like a city on a hill. And we will shine for you. You declared, you said you will use us as reference points to shine the light. Lord, we are only reenacting what you have said from the beginning concerning this house of worship, house of congregation of the righteous. We welcome you afresh to assume what you have already said and declared. We welcome you. We welcome you into our lives. We welcome you into our hearts. We welcome you into the situations. You will govern. You will rule. You will do that which pleases you. And you will honor your name. Thank you for your word. The entrance of which gives us light. Gives us understanding. And your word is a lamp unto our feet. And will point light to the direction into this year. We welcome you. We welcome you, Spirit of God. We welcome you, Son of God, who has paid the redemption for our lives. And because of you, we are here. We welcome you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Be thou exalted, O God. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone say amen. Amen. And everyone say amen. amen. And everyone say amen. Praise the Lord. Please be kindly seated. And you're welcome into this new year, into which no man living, no scientist, no prognosticator, no reader of times and stars, no human, and even no spirit has ventured into. Only the Lord our God, who is the beginning and the end. And who has the powers of the year in his hands, he knows. And as we welcome him, we welcome you into a year to arise and shine in the name of Jesus. Into a year to arise and shine in the name of Jesus. Into a year in which your light has come. And you will manifest to the glory of God. In Jesus' name. That's the theme 
for our walk with God this year, you are the light of the world. But this morning, the Lord is charging our hearts to say, as we open our Bibles to Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, the prophet, chapter 60, I'll read verses 1 to 5. Isaiah 60, 1 to 5. Arise, shine, for the light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth. Gross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. Lift up your eyes round about, and see... All they gather themselves together. They come to you. Your sons shall come from far. And your daughters shall be lost at your side. Then you shall see and flow together. And your heart shall fear and be enlarged. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto you. The forces of the Gentiles shall come unto you. The multitudes of camels shall cover you. The remedies of Midian and Ephah, all they from Sheba shall come. They shall bring gold and incense, and they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. Easy read version. Jerusalem, get up and shine. Your light is coming. The glory of the Lord will shine on you. Darkness now covers the earth. And the people are in darkness. But the Lord will shine on you. And his glory will appear over you. Then the nations will come to your light. Kings will come to your bright sunrise. Look around you. See all the people gathering around. These are your sons coming from far away. And your daughters are there beside them. At that time, you will see your people. And your faces will shine with happiness. First, you will be afraid. But then, you will be excited. All the riches from across the seas will be set before you. The riches of the nation will come to you. This is the word of the Lord. This is what is called the Messianic prophecy. This Isaiah chapter 60. And in actual fact, it is the 73rd Messianic prophecy in the book of Isaiah. Messianic prophecies are those which talk about the coming of the Messiah, particularly either his first coming and most importantly his second coming. We have just celebrated his first coming and we are being told already in this new year, prepare, get up your lines for his second coming. But this is used figuratively for the nation Israel, the setting of this psalm, or Isaiah, is the restoration of Israel. The restoration of Jerusalem at the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The light of Israel, or the light over Jerusalem, in the millennium, 
And in the new earth period will be the glory of God. And that's what we read in verses 1 to 3. Arise, for your light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Second part of verse 2. But the Lord shall arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. Verse 3. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Look at verse 19 also of that same book of Isaiah. The sun shall be no more your light by day, neither for brightness shall the moon give light unto you. But the Lord shall be unto you an everlasting light, and your God your glory. The sun shall no more go down, neither shall your moon withdraw itself, for the Lord shall be your everlasting light, and the days of your mourning shall be ended. Praise the Lord. This will also be true of the inhabitants of the new Jerusalem. In verse 2, darkness will both literally and spiritually cover the earth. Just before the appearance of the glory of God at the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. With the darkening of the sun, with the darkening of the moon, with the darkening of the stars. Please read for us the book of Matthew, the gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 24, verse 29. Another person, please get Joel 3.15. New and Old Testament confirming. Darkness, gross darkness, literal darkness shall cover the earth. Matthew 24, 29, Joel 3, 15. Matthew 24, 29. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. Joel 3, 15. Thank you. And the stars will diminish their brightness. The sun and the moon will grow dark. And the stars will diminish their brightness. Praise the Lord. There will be literal darkness. The scripture in the Old and in the New Testament confirm. There will also be spiritual darkness. That's also the place where this is the year. The Lord is asking you to arise. In verse 3, we see that the glory of God in Israel will attract the Gentiles and their kings. In verse 4, the rest of Israel that is scattered among the nations will be gathered and come to Israel at the second advent of Christ. The riches of the oceans, the riches of the seafaring people, and the Gentiles will be converted will be turned to Israel for use in the millennial universal government of the Messiah and the universal missionary and restoration programs of our Lord Jesus Christ. Among all peoples, and this will be as free will offerings, they will willingly come, giving them. And as they come, they will make them as free will offerings made as unto the Lord. And so, friends, this passage is relevant to us now. It's relevant as if to say Isaiah wrote in our time and for our days. It's relevant in this dispensation. 
is relevant particularly in this year 2022 in which our theme is you shall be the light of the world and you are the light of the world already as I was writing about the year 698 BC over 2700 years ago yet it's as if you were talking about today the glory of the Lord shall be revealed in the church. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed on you and I. The glory of the Lord shall be revealed. In verse 7b, he caps it up with saying, I will glorify the house of my glory. Amen. So what has the sovereign Lord said in these verses 1 to 5 about you? What is the Lord saying about this year? What is the Lord, the inviolable, the unchangeable word of God to you this morning? You have invited him and welcomed him to this year. He's giving you and I a wake-up call into 2022. He's asking both of us, you and I, and every other person listening, after what we have been through 2021, even the blind could see 2021. They could feel it. They could touch it. And after what you have just faced, some of them without prayer warning. So here is a simple call. It actually comes as a command. And the command is in two parts. Twofold. First command, arise. Arise. It has to do with you. Not another force. Not a third party. Not the situation in the country. It's you who are the focus. And it's a command. Say it by the Lord himself. Not an angel. The Lord says, you arise. Second command, shine. Shine. Your obligation to God. Your obligation to your call. The reason for your existence even into 2022. Shine. Your obligation to the world around you, shine. Arise comes from the Hebrew root word, kum. Meaning, to rise. Meaning, to get up. Meaning, to rise up. Meaning, to rouse up from sitting unconcerned. To rise up from nonchalancy. To rise up from being a spectator in the affairs of life that concern you. To rise up from anything goes attitude. To rise up from being a passerby in the events and happenings where you are. To rise up from being a passerby in the events you have come into. In the year he has graciously brought you into. To rise up from being a passerby. In the things that you should be an active player. He says, there is a role. Shine. You have a role. You have an influence. He says, rouse up. When you tell somebody to rise up, he's been sleeping. He's been woozy. He's been seeing men like trees. His thinking is not clear. His faculty is clouded. He's still in drudgery. He said, rouse up from lying down uncommittedly. 
resigned to fate. What the year will bring, let it bring. Nobody has the right to say that here, this year, in the name of Jesus. You are not among the crowd. There is a saying by the crowd, gross darkness. But for you, you don't have a right to say, whatever I see, I take. No. You are an active participant. Arise and do what? Shine. Shine also comes from another Hebrew root word, ore. What does it mean? Be luminous. Kindle. Light. Give light. Show of light. Break of a new day. We are in the break of a new year. We are in the break also of a new month. And we are also in the break of a new world, of a new day. That's what shine means. As a new day is breaking, you are shining with it. You are breaking with it. As the year is breaking anew, you are breaking with it. You are taking charge of your obligation. Break of a new day. Break of a new year of activity. And what is the activity? Reflecting your purpose for existence. Reflecting the purpose for preservation into 2022. Nobody here is a spectator in the year 2022. If you are, you make the word of God a lie. And anybody who already does that is sidelined. It will not be your portion. You will be an active participant in the affairs of day by day this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because the Lord God of hosts has commanded it. Who is he? Who else can speak? What news? What facts? What situation around you can speak when God has not allowed it and it comes to uphold? So let your heart open up. Let your fears change to faith. Let your eyes see not just a year again of doom. Who knows what it will bring? We know that it was said and it has been said that as the years go by and as we are in the last days, we shall only get things, will only get worse and worse. Iniquity shall abound. It's not only iniquity shall abound, but those that do know their God shall arise and be strong and in those days they will also do what? Exploits. That's the message of God. What's the reason for telling you to arise and shine? Look at it in verse 1. Arise, shine, for your light is come. Number 1, your light is come. Your light not will come. Your light is come. Friend, say to yourself, my light is come. My light is come. That's what God says. You're not being positive thinking. This is not motivational speaking. This is saying what the scripture says about you this year. And you had better rise up and own it. Your light is come. When does everyone's light come? Everyone's light comes when he or she has encountered the source of light. John the gospel according to St. John chapter 1, verse 4. In him was life, and the life was the light of all men. 
and the light shines to all. And John 8, 12, the source of light, Jesus himself says, I am the light of the world. Whoever walks with me will be in light. He will live in light. He will not stumble in darkness. So if you have encountered Jesus, your light has come. Your light has come. It's past tense. It's a deed done. It's a done deal. It's a realization of who he has made you. And this year he's saying, put it to action. If Jesus has become your Lord and personal Savior, not a churchgoer, not a religious Christian by name, but in action and in spirit denying his power. If you have encountered him, and you have asked him to come into your life and be your Lord and your Savior, and he has taken away your sins, and there's a witness in your spirit that you're a child of God, your light has come. Your light has come. Your light is already come. It's not waiting to come. That's the number one reason. Because your light is come. You already are related to the source of light. And so you have no point but to do what? Reflect the lights. The earth, we are told, has no power on its own to give any light. All that the earth simply does is by day reflect the light from who? The sun. And in the night, reflect the light either from the moon or the stars. Just like you and I. The earth has no choice to say the day will not come. It doesn't have that choice. It's already decreed and the earth has walked into it. Friends, that's who you are when you're already in Jesus. You cannot afford to live or do otherwise. So arise, shine, because your light is what? Come! Number two, you must arise and shine on. Because that same verse 1 says, the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And verse 2 says, behold, why your light is come around you in the world, on the earth, are acts of darkness. Verse 2, the darkness shall cover the earth, gross darkness, the people, gross darkness. We'll read a passage shortly now, which we have read sometime in the days, early days of COVID, when we made our case that even if COVID, as a pestilence, comes destroying every other person, for you who have a covenant with the Lord, there will be a demarcation. It's the same light. While there was gross darkness, and the scripture says darkness that can be touched. Another translation says darkness that can be felt. I don't know whether you've got that type of darkness. When it is there, you just feel as if it is looming over you. Gross darkness covers the people. Gross darkness covers the earth. Gross darkness is all around every other person around you. And that's why you must make quick to identify yourself and identify your role. Look at that verse 1. In amplified version, as he reads here. Arise from the depression 
and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new life. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. There is gross darkness. There is pitch darkness. There is desolation. And I will yet continue into this year frustrations. But it says for you, though all around you darkness covers, arise. Shine. And when darkness, light shines into darkness, darkness cannot overcome it. It will give way. And that will be your testimony this year in the name of Jesus. Look at the setting of darkness. Darkness in the land and darkness of the people. Please read for us Deuteronomy 28, 29. Let's get a glimpse of the darkness of the land now. In King James Version if you have. And if another person has a message Bible, please read the same passage for us. And then darkness of the people. Ephesians 4, 17 to 19. In King James Version, the equivalent and amplified version. Deuteronomy 28, 29. And thou shalt grope at noonday, as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways, and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Hmm. You will group around in the middle of the day, like a blind person feeling his way through a lifetime of darkness. You will never get to where you are going. Not a day will go by that you are not abused and robbed, and no one is going to help you. Does that seem like the situation of the land in which we live today? Nobody seems to know. No leader seems to have a direction. No policymaker seems to have the answer. The other day, I think a couple of days ago, the governor of Katsina State, the home state of our president, told his people, if you die fighting the bandits, you are a martyr. In other words, there's nothing more we can do. We have no solution to the problem. All we do is you pick up arms, fight yourself. If you die in the process, you matter. Last night, I watched the governor of River State on paying condolence or homage to the Sultan of Sokoto and in his diplomatic speech, but that is, you give what you have. I caught one of the sentences. He said, people are dying. People are dying. There's nothing anybody can do. So if those in government cannot do anything, those in policy cannot do anything, they have reached their wit's end. That's the Trump 28, 29. Darkness covers the land. Darkness of light. Darkness of revelation. Darkness of a way out. Darkness of how to get over it again. That's the darkness of the land. Ephesians chapter 4, 17 to 19. 
Please read for us again. This I said therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you no longer walk as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind, having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in, the, in them, because of the blindness of their heart, who being past feeling, have given themselves over unto licentiousness to walk, to walk on uncleanness with greediness. Okay, thank you. God bless you. Amplified. So this I say, and solemnly testify in the name of the Lord, as in his presence, that you must no longer live as the hidden, the Gentiles do in their perverseness in, for the folly, verily, and emptiness, vanity and emptiness of their souls and the futility of their minds. Their moral understanding is darkened. Their reasoning is beclouded. They are alienated, estranged, self-banished from the life of God with no share in it. This is because of ignorance, the want of knowledge and perception, the willful blindness that is deep-seated in them due to their hardness of heart in the insensitiveness of their moral nature. Verse 19, in their spiritual apathy, they have become callous and past feeling and reckless and have abandoned themselves and become prey to unbridled sensuality, eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity that their depressed desires may suggest and demand. Is that not the situation in our land today? Is that not the situation with our youths today? Is that not the situation with our parents today? Is that not the situation with everybody in any place of employment? He's looking out for his own. Sense of morality gone. Which one is for me? Their sense of morality gone. They are dead in sensuality. What will satisfy me? Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Haters of them that are good. Shoot him down. Why should you be a holier than thou in our midst? One must you do it the right way. We must cut corner. This is Nigeria. You must do it the fast way. Man will no fast, Naim lose. Darkness of the land, darkness covers the people. So the scripture has it. It's a gross darkness. That's the situation. My friends, what did God do when gross darkness covered the land? Like is in our land today. Like is in every nation. Like is in most places. COVID-19, COVID-20, COVID-21, Delta, Omicron, and watch it. Omega is coming. Because they say they have given 15 variants. They have given them names. That's what they do. Scientists give names. That's why when they have typhoons, 
they have eight weeks. They give them name. Typhoon Ann. Uh, eight week Messi. They also give names to these viruses. So they say they have given the first 14 variant names. And then they jumped some. Two reasons they gave. And then jumped to Omicron. So they are going. They may reach Omega. Omega is the end. Is the end. Alpha is the beginning. The only reason why they may spell Omega is that God may not allow them. Because they are touching on Alpha and Omega. So they may spare them. It's still in the land. Nobody has an answer. There's a first dose now. There's a second dose. There's a third dose. There's also a fourth dose. Some countries are giving fourth dose, booster doses. And then they've lowered those whom you can vaccinate, some to 18 years and others to 8 years. They keep thinking, I can go on and on and on. Darkness of understanding. Reasoning is beclouded. We have reached our wit's end. And I've said it before, those in the fashion industry, who when you give a clothes to a tailor to make for you, before you come, the tailor has changed the shape. One of the days I said, please, the person who helps me, he said, I won't call his name. To, I'm looking that way, but I'm not calling the name. I said, please, measure this trouser. The Enugu had 50 uniform. Measure it. Give me special. The last time many people did it, it was pencil. He said, these tailors, the moment you give them what to do and look back, they will so want for you. They will say, that is the fashion. I said, tell them clearly, so the fashion people determine what you wear. If you are part of them, they will decide for you how you appear. You can't do that this year. You are an changer. You are a game changer. You are an influencer. You must shine. You give them the word. It's your money. And that's what one of their aces, who is dead now, says, we have shown everything there is to show in fashion. There's nothing more remaining. The only thing we need to do now is to bear it all. B-A-R-E. So the more of the fashion that comes, the more naked the people appear. So the more naked that, if there is any English like that, the greater the fashion sense. People will rush for it. Darkness covers the thinking. Darkness covers the living. Darkness covers the land. Look at our transport system. Look at our food stops. All of a sudden, I think it was coconuts. They say the price of coconut has gone up too. So I asked you a question. Is it the oil in the coconut that went up? Or is it the tree that when it was implanted that went up? Everybody just says it's me. It's my own. Let me get my own. Darkness covers the land. Covers the people. Covers morality. Covers the actions. And then you are told there is a new normal. And that's a subtle way for the gross darkness to fall along. My friends, there's good news. Anywhere there is darkness. And God demonstrated it just with two examples in scripture. As we begin to round up. To tell you what he's asking you to do this year. We meet the first gross darkness in Genesis chapter 1. Verses 1 to 3. Genesis 1, 1 to 3. There was gross darkness. There was pitch darkness. There was chaotic darkness. There was darkness 
I'm sure the one that we read and will read in Exodus that literally paralyzed everyone. Please read it for us. Genesis 1, 1 to 3. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. Hallelujah. And God said, Over the darkness that had no form, that was so deep, that made everywhere chaotic, all God needed to do was to say, Let there be light. And there was light. All of a sudden, the darkness disappeared. Creation began. New things that seemed unthinkable, unimaginable, impossible. A while before, while darkness pervaded, the moment God said, and all he needed was for God to just say, and all God is saying now is, arise and shine, for your light is come. The same saying he made initially. Is still the same God? Is still in the same business? He said, when there was speech darkness over the land, no form, nothing could be done, nothing creative, nothing productive, nothing that could help anyone, nothing. He said, let there be light, and there was light. Message Bible puts it this way. First, this. God created the heavens and earth. All you see, all you don't see. Earth was a soup of nothingness, a bottomless emptiness, an inky blackness. God's spirit brooded like a bird above the watery abyss. God spoke light, and light appeared. God spoke light, and light appeared. God saw that it was good. Friends, as you arise to shine in darkness, it will become good in Jesus' name. If you remain where you are in your thinking, in your thoughts, in your mindset, in your worldview, you will still remain at the same level of nothingness, hopelessness, desolation. But the moment you take the word God said, let there be light. Your light has come. It will be good. Darkness may still be around, but on your side, it will be good. And it shall be good. And you will walk with the Lord in the light, and you will remain a light and a spectacle in the name of Jesus Christ. Exodus chapter 10, verses 21 to 23. Exodus 10, 21 to 23. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand toward heaven, that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt, even darkness which may be felt. 
and Moses stretched forth his hand toward heaven. And there was a thick darkness in all the land of Egypt three days. To 23. They saw not one another, neither rose any from his place for three days. But all the children of Israel had light in their dwellings. Hallelujah. Is that possible? Is it possible in our days? Is it possible in your life this year? It has happened before. Not at any other authorities figure, but just at God saying again. Look at what began that passage. And God said. It only needs God to say. It only needed him to say in Genesis 1. And productivity, ideas, fertile one, goodness, the rest of creation, creativity, bubbling, began. Before then, nothing. And here again, God said to Moses, God told Moses, raise your hand into the air and darkness will cover Egypt. It will be so dark you can feel it. Moses raised his hand into the air and a cloud of darkness covered Egypt. The darkness stayed in Egypt for three days. None of the people could see each other. No one got up to go to any place for three days. Friends, is that not the paralysis of action we see today? Nobody knows what to do. Even when they know, they can't do. Even the bank, if you, for a few weeks now, you go there, they tell you, take half of your money, come tomorrow. You go to the ATM. ATM says, I have nothing to offer you, go to POS. Every system, paralysis of action. For three days, they were just in one place, hopeless, doomed. Darkness that could be touched, felt experienced. And darkness increasingly seems to cover the earth. Men are only inventing more and more evil. One of the scientists said, let it be known to you that for every technological invention that man makes, it will eventually be put to the use for which it was not intended. Internet, social media, good in the first years. Quick information, communication, oh, messages, quick. But what is the fear now? If you are not fearing pornography, you are fearing nudity, you are fearing fake messages, in short, they are so real. I won't tell you the one somebody close to me said a few days ago. I think it was Sunday, that Sunday, 26th, when they invaded the church in Imo State, an Anglican church, in the course of service, they have just finished celebrating the Holy Communion, and we're about to go into Thanksgiving. And then soldiers, well, is it soldiers or police? Security agencies, because they accepted, got into the church. The person who regaled the story to me, don't ask me who. Say, hey, if you see the gunshot inside the place, they killed the man. I say, hey, who is saying this one again? Who is this, your friend? He say, Facebook. 
I say, these are people that say what has not happened. And say it as if they have all the authority. Just by evening, we heard that they had gunshots outside the church. But they arrested the man. He was still alive. We saw him live and clear. So, what are we saying? Pitch darkness. Paralysis of action. Paralysis of idea. Paralysis of thought. If anything, it will go in the negative. But brethren, the Bible says the presence of light, which God said, brought a demarcation between the people who are gods and those who remain as the rest of the people on the earth. If you are the light this year and you are willing to arise to shine, God will bring a divine demarcation. Between you and the rest of the events around you, it has happened in scripture, it will happen in people's lives. That's God's idea of gross darkness covering everywhere, but the light is shining in you, on you, and through you. And may that happen in the name of Jesus. There was a light in all the places, all the places where the Israelites lived. There will be light wherever you go. There will be light wherever you are. There will be light whatever you are involved in. Because God said in the name of Jesus Christ. What is the difference? What is the difference? Who close with that? What is the difference in the darkness all around? And light shining upon you. What is the difference? Is it your power? Is it your strength? Is it your connection? Is it your knowledge? Is it your ingenuity? Just think about it. What was the difference? And what will make the difference? What is the difference between the things happening around and you in the midst arising and shining through? What is the difference? I'm sure you are still at Isaiah chapter 6, chapter 60. Let's go there together. It's there. And somebody please prepare to get us Isaiah 51, 1 to 3. And another one. So that one person will not win the trophy this year and take it all from us. He will take his, he will get yours too. Another one will prepare to get us Jeremiah 51, verse 25. And the final will get us Zechariah 4, 6, and 7. But let's look at the difference. The difference. The difference that will make you arise to shine, even when darkness is still in the neighborhood, is still in the office, is still in the market, is still in education, is still around you. The difference is clearly verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But, did you see a but there? Change of direction. The Lord shall arise upon who? The Lord shall arise upon who? If I were here, I would say upon me. I can even put my name there. Darkness on the land, darkness the people, gross darkness, thick darkness, pitch darkness, more evil around, helplessness. But the Lord shall arise upon you and his glory. 
shall be seen upon you. Hallelujah. Look unto the rock. Look unto him from where you are him. Isaiah 51, 1 to 3. Anybody? Hearken unto me, you that follow after righteousness, you that seek the Lord, look unto the rock from where you were, you were hewn, unto the hole of the pit from which you were dug. Look unto Abraham your father, and unto Sarah that bore you. For I called him alone, and blessed him, and increased him. For the Lord shall comfort Zion. He will comfort all her waste places, and he will make her darkness like Eden, and her desert like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness shall be found in it. Thanksgiving and the voice of melody. Praise the Lord. The difference is that you will look unto the Lord. And look unto the rock from where you were hewn. In other words, look to the source of him who said, arise and shine. Look only to him who originated light just by saying it. Look unto him who has told you this year, your light is come, past tense, and says, even though darkness covers the land, upon you, you ma, and if you want to put it home, Yoruba will say me ma, upon me ma, the light is come, the glory of the Lord, look unto him who brings the glory, don't look sideways. Don't look to your situations. Don't look to the news. Don't look to the facts. The facts, they say, are sacred. But they are not sacred beyond the Lord. Where faith and the Lord is involved, facts will turn to falsity. Look unto the Lord who says, The light in your life will cover and overshadow the darkness. Will demarcate you. The light will rise upon you. Focus on him. Concentrate on him. Don't look out. Don't listen out. Look unto him. Simple, isn't it? But it's far more difficult to keep. If the Holy Spirit can get you to get this, then the deed is done. Look unto him. Focus on him with the eye of faith. Can I tell you? Israel and his setting. There may be more darkness this year. The events around us may even be more eerie. Where we read in Genesis said, inky darkness. Blood. Where in the last days, perilous times are around. And the days will get worse. Iniquity will abound the more. That's the last days. For the rest of the world... That's the program. So you may hear more horrendous news, more horrific things, more terrible happenings, but on him who will look unto the rock from which he was hidden and keep his gaze and focus there, the light shall rise upon you. The glory of the Lord shall remain. There will be a demarcating difference. 
And people will see the difference. And that's why he said in Isaiah, they will flock to you. That's what light will do. Let your light so shine before men that in their darkness they will see your good works and glorify the Lord. There will be a stark difference only by the glory of the Lord. Read unto him and retain it in the name of Jesus Christ. Jeremiah 51, 25. Jeremiah 51, 25. Behold, I am against thee, O destroying mountain, said the Lord, which destroyed all the earth. And I will stretch out my hand upon thee, and roll thee down from the rocks, and will make thee a burnt mountain. Hallelujah. If I were you, I would say, this is God talking about my mountains this year. You see, there will still be mountains. Sir. There will still be mountains. Sir. Mountains difficult to climb. Mountains difficult to ponder. But friends, despite the destroying mountains, despite the devastations, despite the distresses, despite the desolations, Despite the depressing news and sight around, friends, the Lord will bring down the mountain. Just the Lord himself, nothing more, nothing else. No ingenuity, just the presence of the Lord because he says, and his glory upon you, look unto him from where you are heard. The destroying mountains shall become burnt mountains this year in Jesus' name. And the Lord himself will rise and declare glory. And finally, what will the Lord now say? What will be the testimony that will give glory to the Lord? Zechariah 4, 6, 7. Zechariah 4, 6, 7. So he answered and said to me, This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power. But by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the capstone with shouts of grace, grace to it. Hallelujah. What will make the difference? Grace. What will make the difference? Grace. And what is grace? God's favor upon you. Translate it another way. The glory of God backing you up. Nothing more. All but grace. All but grace. Finding favor in his sight. What made Mary find favor among all women in Israel? Grace. 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 And remaining in the state where grace can abound on you. Not that grace will multiply and sin will abound. If you keep seeing distance and attract grace, every moment he sees grace, grace. That would be the testimony. People will shout concerning your life. They will look at it and see your life and what they will glorify God. They will know who, where it is coming from. They won't be mistaken. You won't be a local champion. This year, please, be anything but a local champion. But let God take the glory and he will manifest you and manifest the things around you in the name of Jesus Christ. Grace. Grace. And I'll cap it 
by reading in Easy Read Version. He said, This is the message from the Lord. Again, the Lord says. Once he says, that's what you take. This is the message from the Lord to Zerubbabel. Your help will not come from your own strength and power. No. Your help will come from my spirit. This is what the Lord All-Powerful says. That tall mountain, every tall mountain, every tall situation, every destroying mountain confronting you this year by virtue of your light coming and you shining will be destroyed. That's what God says. Take it. Take it as done there. I'm only paraphrasing. Let it sink to your spirit. Let it sink to your sight. Let it be living in you. In the way that it can become a living victim. That tall mountain will be like a flat place for Zerubbabel. I had better put my name there. I don't know whether you put your name. That tall mountain will be like a flat place for Samuel. You will build the temple. You will do the exploits this year. You will fulfill your shining this year. You will do the reason why you are kept alive into 2022. There's a reason. If God had finished with you, you wouldn't be alive into 2022. Any year you are into, God still has business. He still has relevance for you. Why will you be a passerby? Why will you be a spectator? Why will you be sitting down in the affairs of the year when God has said, Shine! Make a difference. Show forth! Your light has already come. Activate it. And as you do, let the others watch and say, It's only by grace. Grace, grace has done it. And so, you will build the temple, and when the most important stone is put in place, the people will shout, Grace, grace. By the grace of God, by the glory of God, it is done. May that be the testimony accompanying you this year in the midst of darkness and the midst of desolation, in the midst of depression, in the midst of devastation, in the midst of the despising, in the midst of the distresses that cover the earth and the environment. Rise above them and shine. The Lord who said, and there was light. And creativity came into being. You see the Lord who said, and there was a demarcation between pitch darkness of inactivity, of nothing can be done, to those basking in light, demarcating, divine demarcation. It's still the same Lord who says, this mountain before you shall be made a plain. The same Lord who has said, and he says, Arise and shine. Your light is come. Shall we bow our heads to pray? What are you going to tell the Lord? What are you going to tell him? What is going to be your sing song? Have you already begun to do a checklist of last year? Have you already brought them into this year unwittingly? Have you already brought them this year in your mind? Have you already begun to prepare for the forbidden? There's a message 
delete them. Light is shining in darkness. Begin to delete them. Tell the Lord, please, my mindset is free. Is freed from every of the things I have come into this year with. From every of the negative expectations that had unwittingly kept hold on me. From the impossibilities I say cannot happen. Lord, the news I'm hearing. Please, you're speaking to God. The news I'm hearing. The fact on the ground concerning this mountain, concerning the land, concerning our environment, concerning the situations, they only make for darkness. They only make for pitch darkness. They only make for desolation. They only make for devastation. They only make for more distresses. Depression and frustration. But God, this moment, I delete them. I look away from them. And I look unto you. And I look unto you. And I look unto you with the eye of faith. I focus on you. I focus on what you have said. I focus on your word. Arise and shine. Lord, this year, I arise into 2022 and I shine to your glory. I rise in the year 2022 and I shine by your own reflection. Not by my power. Not by my knowledge. Not by my connection. Not by my wisdom. Lord, by your grace. The glory of the Lord. I live a life this year abhorrent of sin. Abhorrent of the moral depression. Abhorrent of the depravity. Abhorrent of the new normal that people sink into as an excuse for lowering their standard of morality. Lowering their standard of right or wrong. Lowering their standard of corruption or incorruption. And lowering their standard of what is good. And what honors you, Lord, arise above them. Arise above them. Arise above them. And I receive this year as a year of shining for you. A year of being exploited. A year of being an active participant where you have already made a declaration concerning me. My light has come and my light will shine and will shine around and the world will see it. It's not just a local light. It's not just a family lie. It's not that a personal lie. Lord, this lie, the world will see. We're the light of the world. Father, you will cause it to be by your grace. By your grace. By your grace. In the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we arise where we are? Arise, shine. For the light is come. Shine, for the light is come. The glory of the Lord is risen. The glory of the Lord is risen upon me.
Has your light come? As we are standing, has your light come? The assumption God is making as we enter 2022 is that your light has come. Jesus has shone the light into your heart. And the darkness of sin, and the darkness of helplessness, and the darkness that has surrounded every other person around your life is lifted. But has Jesus shone the light in your heart? Are you still in darkness? Has your light come? If you are not sure your light has come, friend, old or young, worshiper or visitor, this is the moment. Listener, watching, listening over the airwaves. Has your light come? If you are not sure, this is the moment to determine it. You can't walk into this year alone. You can't go into this year on your own strength. It didn't help Zerubbabel, it won't help you. It didn't help anybody in the past. It won't begin with you. You can't go in your own wisdom. On your own, you will just be a pawn. You will be a prey. You will be turned around like any other person. Is there a witness in your heart that your light has come? Jesus has become your Lord and personal Savior. If you don't have that witness, and the Spirit of the Lord is saying, just like He said in the beginning when there was darkness, let there be light, and light shone everywhere. Darkness disappeared. The light will shine in your life at this moment. But you have to admit it and sincerely yield to him and invite him in. If at this moment you want to invite Jesus as a light into your life, as a light into your affairs, please raise your hand where you are. Please raise your hand where you are. There's nothing to be ashamed of. That's the beginning of the year. That's the new brand gift that will come. Your light has come. Has your own come? It comes by encounter with Jesus. I want to have that encounter with the source of light. Please raise your hand. We'll pray with you. We don't want to make sure that anyone who is here is walking into the bowel of the year on your own. Oh, you will be a prey. You will be a pawn. You can make it. Your strength will fail you. The arm of flesh will fail you. Sin cannot go together with that light. Is there any person? If there is, please raise your hand. We don't make any apology about this. That's the entry point. That's what makes the light shine. That's what empowers you. Grace. Thank God. I pray that the light has come for you in the name of Jesus Christ. But perchance, you're watching, you're listening. We pray for you. If Jesus hasn't come and you need that light, put your hand on your chest. And pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come. I come. I come by myself. And I ask you, shine the light in my heart. Let the darkness go. I'm a sinner. Come into my life. Forgive me of my sins and past life. And give me the power to be a child of God. Shine the light in my heart and in my life. I am ready and I am willing. As you forgive me, and turn me to be your child. Thank you as you answer me. In Jesus' name we pray. And Lord, for everyone who makes that prayer, 
as the light is shining and shining beyond the shores, shining beyond the confines of this building, shining into homes near, shining into hearts far, shining beyond the shores of this nation. Lord, at this moment, accept those humble, heartfelt prayers, and Lord, forgive and cleanse in the name of Jesus. Let the light of Jesus shine in those hearts now, and let all things pass away. Let all things, like a click of light, come on you. Write their names in the book of life and give them the power to live for you in the name of Jesus Christ. And for the rest of the people, please repeat after me. We are making a declaration. It's a declaration the Lord made to you and I. We are making a declaration of response unto him. Father, in this year, 2022, I arise according to your word and shine for my light has come. In the devastation, in the depression, in the destroying and tall mountains, irrespective of the darkness, among the people and in the land, your light has come upon me. Your brightness has shone around me. Your glory has come. Father, in the strength of your word, I arise, I shine, and I will shine into every day of this year in the name of Jesus. Let your glory be seen in every of my doings, in every of my actions, in every of my associations, in every of my activities. Arise upon my life and show forth your good works and show forth your power. Make me a reference point. I will shine for you. I will shine for you. I will reveal the light. I will remain the light. And I will make manifest your glory. I keep seeing away from me. I abhor iniquity. And I abhor every defilement of body, of soul, and of spirit. And I dedicate myself to you and to your service. Thank you, Father. As you raise your glory upon my life. I arise and I shine, for your light has come upon me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for the situations around me. Thank you because they will witness the influence of your light through my life. By your grace, through your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, King of glory and Lord of mercy. Blessed be your name. As we take a walk with you, a journey in your light, because you have said it this year. In Jesus' name we pray.